Welcome to Commander L Podcast, featuring powerful messages by Commander L, founder and pastor of the Kingdom Ambassadors, a movement dedicated to steering young people of Africa and the world, bringing a revolutionary message and showcasing God's existence in today's advanced world. Listen and be blessed. To speak in the tongues of men or to speak in the tongues of angels. Any of them. But without love, such a powerful gift is diminished. Do you understand what I'm saying? Such a powerful gift is diminished, it's reduced. Because without a love, the taste, the spice, the salt of the gift has left. The focus, the motive of the gift is gone. So, by all standards, that puts love greater than any of the vocal gifts. Because tongues ranks above any of the vocal gifts. That is why anytime the Holy Ghost came upon anyone in Acts, the Bible says they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Even the prophecy was end. But they spoke in tongues and But love is greater than that. Establishes love above the ability to see. It says we see in part and we prophesy in part. Says by the time of perfection will come. Then he lists all these things. He said, but even with that, all these things will fade away. But these three will abide: faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these three is love. In other words, don't even add seeing visions and having open visions to the category of important things in the kingdom. Let's talk about faith, hope, and love. Those are the guys at the top. And if the guys are at the top, there's still someone who is boss over them. That's called love. So the teaching on love is so, is so powerful. It's so great. And if you miss the revelation of what love is, the teaching will also lose its effect in your life. That's why I have to take time to explain to you the weight of the teaching. Do you know that the more you grasp the weight of this teaching on love, the fewer words I'll have to use. Yeah. yeah. Luke chapter 3 verse 35. Luke chapter 3 verse 35. Luke chapter 6 sorry, verse 35. 6 verse 35. The practical side of love. Clifford, step number one is what? Clifford, Clifford, love your enemies on the practical side. So the 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 third the point, and I know receipts, right? Yeah, Luke three thirty, Luke six thirty five, and then love your enemies. An enemy is somebody that you dislike, somebody who opposes you, somebody you hate. Somebody who fights you, right? So, if you feel any form of, should I use the word dislike? If there is any form of dislike against anyone at all, you don't cry. You don't what cry. So, 
if your roommate does something to you and it hurts you and you are feeling pain and you didn't why did you do this to me your response is not tears love your enemies the deeper the pain goes the more practically you are to force them about this is not theory these are the things that define us as Christians there is the space for the speaking in tongues there is the space for the miraculous there is the space for the quoting of scriptures there is the space for the modest dressing there is the space for the conversation seasoned with salt there is the space for all of that but even more these, this is practical living as a Christian love your enemies like somebody must offend you to the point that everybody around you expects you to get angry and still show love you see the love of Christianity is foolish it's foolish it's foolish it's very foolish one day one day I went to the Lord and I was I was just shaken in the presence of the Lord because my mother said hey you have taught me love my mother said that to me somebody cursed me somebody cursed me somebody who I considered like a very important person in my life my heart shifted to the back what the thing can take me I said hey boy lock your emotions it's better to move forward not worrying that this person doesn't like me this person like like me this person hates me and be careful of this person I have an enemy here. I have an enemy here. I have an enemy here Charlie guys be careful this place at that area I don't go there I have somebody there like all oh, I don't want to have that type of foundation in ministry so I swallowed it and the person I went with was another brother he got angry our way back he couldn't stop saying it and you allowed it to disrespect like this I said oh bro Charlie let's take it like that right now there's a greater good we want which is that there will be peace so let's just for anything happened at once the whole apology everything was awkward I came back and I knew it was going to be an immediate no for my family. So I didn't tell them. I went and I came back and I said, this is what I went to do. I I killed them. This person has insulted you, cursed you, indirectly disrespected all of us. And the small pride we have left, you have got to rub it on his face and on his shoe. And I said, mommy, this, this, then I explained to my mother that this is, I want peace. I want this. I this, this, I was just talking, I was just talking from my heart when I put my mother said, hey, you've taught me love then, it was then that it occurred to me that I had done something that wasn't a normal response, but I didn't even know it wasn't a normal response love your enemies love your enemies it's, it would be hard for, for me to point out someone in my life that, hey, this person did this to me, so we don't talk. I don't think there's anybody like that. Really. All the people who have done that to me that I should say we don't talk. I send them gifts. I send them gifts, relate with them. Just that I don't create the space for them to keep disrespecting me. I give you a brother of mine. 
and you disrespect me in ministry. When I meet you, I relate with you as a friend. You don't talk about ministry. That's all. Just so that the brother will come to you. If you are a sister of mine, you disrespect me as a friend. And when I meet you, I relate with you as a pastor so that you don't disrespect me as a friend. So that's just how I do. But the point is that love your enemies. Do good to them. So you see the response. How do you love your enemies? By doing good to them. Yes. How do you love your enemies? By doing good to them. Now these are people who are outside who you hate. Them. The Bible says do good to them. How much more people are in the household of faith? So we don't want to ever hear anything like this guy annoys me. Or this person annoys me. Or this person I don't like his matter. Or this person did this a pain me. That is immaturity on your part. Yes. That is immaturity on your part. You don't do that. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. He says, Then your reward from heaven will be very great and you will truly be acting as children of the Most High. Meaning, if God were to manifest in the flesh, this is the same attitude you For he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. Now, Charlie, they are giving us other facets of the Father. Which is that God loves it when you come back to say thank you. Jesus healed 10 lepers. They went. Only one came back to say thank you. And he said, where are the remaining nine? Where are the rest? Where are not 10 of you? He said, go, you have been made whole. In other words, as children of God, God expects us to understand the principles of the kingdom. But here is what he's adding to. He says, for he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. In other words, God is constantly doing things for people, but they are unthankful. And not only that, they take it a step further by being wicked to him. So you can imagine, somebody has built his hospital, he's an atheist, God is blessing him, please. It's not always that it is mammon or Satan or whatever. Sometimes it is God that is rewarding the person's hard work because believers will be saved in that hospital. Because not just believers, human beings, human beings that he made will be saved there. And so God is rewarding the work. God is causing it to expand. <laughs> in another sense, he's doing the work of God. And this doctor will come up and say, I achieved all this by my hard work. I don't know why Ghanaians have been so foolish. What is God, God, God? Is God putting food on your table? And they are being wicked to them. The Bible didn't say God doesn't mind them. If he said God doesn't mind them, that's even great a compliment. But he didn't say God doesn't mind them. He said he's kind to them. In other words, if you want to see the sweetness and the kindness of God, you even see it expressed towards people who are wicked to the Father. Some of these atheists and whatever you call them that you know are only still alive because of our Father's kindness. Like, when we talk about the practical side of love, these are all inculcated into it. That your heavenly Father, Almighty Baba, <laughs> Jehovah, Odoguan, <laughs> is kind to even those who are wicked to even those who are what wicked towards him so understanding the father's kindness it makes you not to worry about certain things sometimes some of you I know sometimes some of you when you see people who are disrespecting God looky looky in your heart you're like something will happen to this boy he will come back to God hey something will happen but the truth of the matter is that yes yeah, something may or may not happen right 
but the point is that left to God alone he wants to be kind towards them 